Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. And welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin with our episode, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. Wherever you are, sit comfortably. If you're seated Indian style, just lean back against something in a comfortable but upright position. And if you're seated in a chair, go ahead and roll your shoulders up to your ears, roll them back and down so that your heart is open. Place your palms on your lap. And wherever you are, just close your eyes and begin to breathe with me. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. On the exhale, just relax, release, and let go. Then breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just let go of what doesn't serve you. Breathing in pure golden sunlight through your entire body. On the exhale, let go of any tension you feel in any parts of your body. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just sink into your breath and into your body. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you breathe in that golden gratitude, filling your mind, filling your heart, filling your entire body with pure golden gratitude, on the exhale, release, relax, and let go. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes, on the exhale, Let go and sink in a little bit more. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, on the exhale, allow yourself to feel joy. And breathing in that pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes, On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, allow it to wash over you again like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And as you sit and breathe in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, 
Allow a smile to come over your face if that feels natural to you. And exhale and release again. And taking in one last deep breath in of pure golden gratitude. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. So today on the podcast, I want to talk about the idea that how we treat ourselves, meaning how we talk to ourselves, has everything to do with our inner sense of self-confidence. I know I've shared this with you before, but I'll share it again. Sometimes we have to overcome self-doubt. You know, self-doubt comes from being hard on yourself, from judging yourself, from judging your thoughts, from judging your expectations of how you think you should perform in your life, maybe in your job, maybe in your relationship, or even for judging what has happened in your past. Holding yourself accountable is good, but judging yourself does not do anything for your inner sense of self-confidence. If you carried around a look-alike doll of yourself, let's just say from morning until night, and every time you said something negative to yourself, you were aware of it, and you took something like a bat or you hit that doll against a cupboard or wherever you were, you just hit that doll as hard as you can when you say something negative to yourself. What do you think that doll is going to look like at the end of a day, at the end of uh, a week, at the end of a month? The doll's not going to look very good, huh? The doll's going to look haggard and worn out and beaten up. Well, every time we say something negative to ourselves, psychologically, that's what we're doing to ourselves. We're beating ourselves up. Now, if you have the internal belief that without that kind of punishment, you might not get anything done or you might not accomplish anything, or if you're a perfectionist by nature, and you're always striving for perfect. I mean, I mean really striving for perfect. Or you haven't done that inner work that realizes that everything is perfect in its imperfection. These are the kinds of um, characteristics or belief systems that we have that drive this inner critic, that drive this judger, this judge, this internal judge that tells us constantly. You're not doing it good enough. You're not enough. You're not good enough. When we tell ourselves that we're not good enough, that we're not enough, and we breathe self-doubt into our very essence and our core, that is not going to breed confidence, is it? And you cannot fake real confidence. You can't. If, if somebody is faking it, it's coming from their ego. And then it doesn't appear to be real confidence at all. It appears to be something else. Real confidence 
is actually a very gentle, self-compassionate, compassionate person and feeling. Real confidence comes from the ability to deeply connect with oneself and then share that connection with others. Real confidence comes from knowing who you are, knowing that you're doing the best you can at being who you are, knowing that you're not always going to do it right, but you're not going to beat yourself up for it when you do it wrong. You're not going to beat yourself as if you're going to slap yourself like hitting that doll every time something you look at something and you focus on the negative instead of just saying, oh, well, I can do better this next moment. I can do better tomorrow. I can do better now. There's a totally different way to speak with yourself. And the way we learn to unlearn is to become self-aware, to be able to track your thoughts, to be able to see yourself in the action of thought, and then to alter. You can't alter a thought you've had, but you can change the direction of the thoughts that you will have. And that's what we do when we're self-aware, and it's our intention to stop beating ourselves up, to become more gentle and kind and compassionate with ourselves when something doesn't go right, when we make a mistake or we say the wrong thing or we eat the foods that we know we shouldn't eat or we don't exercise on a day we don't feel like it or we do something at work that wasn't to the highest level of our performance or we're learning something and we've made a mistake. These are the ways that you unlearn how to be the judge of yourself. And really the whole idea I just want to touch on again about perfectionism. You know, we think that perfectionists are probably super confident people, but the truth is they aren't because they're only looking for what's wrong with everything and everyone around them. A true perfectionist is always going to find the one thing that's wrong with themselves or with others. When we are looking for what's wrong, that is not a way to breed confidence within ourselves. We never feel quite that we're enough. There have been different times in my life where I've had more confidence than others. You know, we're not super confident when we get knocked down. And this is the part about learning about confidence isn't something that you always have. It's something that you're always cultivating. It's something that you're always cultivating, like inner peace, inner confidence happens when we feel this sense of stability in life. But we can have a lack of confidence at times when we're knocked off our feet or when life changes. Like, for example, when you start a new job, remember like that first few days, anytime you've ever started a new job or you've moved positions in your career and you're learning new tasks, you have to give yourself a break that it's going to be all new. It's going to feel a little bit like you're in a, a dishwasher. You're not going to be feeling confident in your ability to perform 
but you can still have an inner sense of confidence and strength knowing this in advance that giving yourself time to learn is different than having a lack of confidence. You can still be confident in all the other abilities that you have cultivated within to that have brought you to, to this position. So confidence isn't something we have in all areas of our lives either. So I encourage you to first think about the ways that you talk to yourself. Maybe journal about what ways you are self-judging. How are you hard on yourself? And begin to soften the lens by which you see yourself. Begin to shift into talking to yourself slightly differently. When you notice that you're being hard on yourself or you've said something mean to yourself, say something gentle to yourself in response to that. Be gentle even in the process of undoing and unlearning how you talk to yourself. Does that make sense? I hope that you found this inspiring because really how we talk to ourselves and dealing with our um, self-judgment is at the very core of beginning to really understand how to cultivate greater confidence. All right. I hope you have a great day today. I hope that you remember to hold your shoulders back, stand tall, and be gentle and compassionate with yourself. Come back again and listen in. Don't sweat the small stuff. Live the big stuff. This is Christine Carlson. Thank you for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author and beloved teacher, Christine Carlson. Learn more about Christine's upcoming retreats, online courses, public speaking events, and more at christinecarlson.com and don'tsweat.com.